Hi, I'm Darren Peppard. Welcome to the Leaning into Leadership podcast, the podcast dedicated to today's hardworking leader. Join me every Sunday for leadership insight, inspiration, and a little pep talk to keep you rolling down your road to awesome. Hey everybody, welcome in for episode number 79 of the Leaning Into Leadership podcast. And today, the final day of May, a month that we have spent focused on our aspiring, our new, and our rising leaders. And I just simply want to hearken back through the course of the month and hit a few of the highlights, some things that really stood out and maybe go a little bit deeper with my own thoughts around some of the things that a few of our guests have shared with us here during the course of this month. And I want to go back to a conversation that I had with Adam Stolzer, who, as you guys will remember, is a first-year principal, first-year high school principal here in the Nebraska area. And one of the things that Adam talked about was sometimes you just have to run to the problem. You know, our flight or fight instinct kicks in pretty quickly and pretty easily. And it can be one of those things where we decide that in a tough situation, maybe we'll pull back from it. Maybe we'll move away from the situation. But not in Adam's case. What Adam was getting at when he said, hey, let's make sure we run to the problem is when we go right at a problem, when we meet it head on, we increase the likelihood that we address it in a successful manner. So run to the problems, folks. I think if you're one of those people who's stepping into a new leadership role and you're starting to think about what's going to happen when I have that first challenging situation, you know, run to the problem, stay ahead of the problem. When we are really good about getting out, getting information in front of situations instead of being reactive, that's when things are going to go much better in our in our favor. I know looking back through my leadership career, there were a handful of times where I didn't run to the problem. And ultimately, you end up having to do a lot more work and a lot more controlling of the message when you're not the one who goes right at it, who just speaks up, here's what's going on, or steps right into the situation. Maybe you can stop it before it becomes a big fire. So great advice there from from Adam Stolzer. Um, Another one, so Dr. Luke Croy was on, and he talked about the open door. This is another one of those really powerful pieces that I think is really important. A lot of us will say, oh, my door is always open. Well, folks, it can't be. I mean, it just can't be. If you are going to leave your door open all the time, you're going to get interrupted constantly, and you're never going to accomplish the things you need to. I mean, obviously, your door is going to be closed when you have those personnel conversations or when you're having conversations with parents. But to simply say, hey, I have an open door policy is not the best way to be available. In reality, the best way to be available is don't be in your office in the first place. So I guess technically the door would be open because you're not in there. Be out and be available and be visible. That's really the key right there is get out and make yourself available to your students, to your staff, to your community members. Because the more available you are as a new leader, the more success you're going to enjoy. You're going to feel like, hey, I need to be in the office. I need to take care of all of these different issues. I need to make sure all the paperwork is handled and and all of that stuff. And folks, yes, you got to do the stuff. Don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying you don't have to do the stuff. But what you do need to do is budget your time appropriately so you can do the stuff, but you can still be out there 
be visible. That's how you have an open door policy, not just simply, hey, stop by anytime. I remember a superintendent telling me about his high school principal. This is when I was going through my master's program. He said, you know, I'll tell you this about Greg. I can never find Greg when I go to the school. I go and I look in his office and Greg isn't there. And that tells me Greg is doing a great job. Don't let your boss find you in your office because the more you're out and about, the more you're out in the action supporting your teachers and supporting your students, the more successful your school is going to be. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. You can find out more at teachbetter.com slash podcast. Now let's get back to the episode. We had a couple of episodes that coaching and mentoring came up, and I know I've talked about it a little bit, but let me share you just a little bit more about my coaching story. I mean, I, folks, I seriously was so far underwater, and I, so much of it was self-inflicted, and I just needed somebody to reach out to. You know, being a leader is a lonely, lonely role. And in my particular case, I was the only high school principal. So I didn't feel like I had somebody I could just reach out to in my district. You know, I was honestly envious of our elementary school principals in my district because there were a handful of them and they would get together and have lunch or they would sit together at, at different functions. And at least they had a colleague, you know, somebody who they could call and say, okay, I got one for you. Folks, find those people. All the way through the pandemic as a superintendent, I had four or five superintendents that I was calling or that were calling me from all over the country, just simply to be able to share what was happening and to ask advice and to say, man, are you going through this too? You know, again, leadership's a lonely position. So find that mentor, get a coach, whatever it might be. You know, honestly, if your district is willing to spend the money to get you a coach, get a coach. It is so valuable. I'm telling you, it changed my life. If I had never had Tom as my coach, I don't know where I would have ended up as a principal. You know, but mercifully, he was that guy who pulled me out of the weeds and said, oh, my God, dude, stop being a firefighter. You need to start being a leader. He was the one who provided that support. He was the one who provided that mentorship. He was the one that I could call and say, Tom, what in the world is going on here? And he could talk me off the ledge or help give me some advice. I mean, the best mentors, the best coaches are the ones who, yeah, they've got advice for you, but first they're going to ask you questions. They're going to ask you things like, what do you want to do here? Tell me what you're thinking. You know, what are your options? How is that really going to play? That's what you want to have, folks. So if you're in one of those positions, you're a new or a rising leader, find a mentor, find a coach. It's it's a game changer, I'm telling you. I love the conversation that I had with Danny Bauer this month about have a plan. You know, man, it, just listening to Danny talk about his new book and about that 90-day plan and more importantly, the 91-day vision. Holy cow, how powerful was that episode? All of us have to have a plan, every single one of us. And if we don't go in with a clear plan, odds are we're going to struggle. Now, you all know the quote from Mike Tyson. Everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And that's right. 
So your plan better be really good, and your plan better have a lot of different facets to it. And you need to plan more than just plan A. It better have plan B in there too. Understand that not everything's going to go perfect, and you've got to be ready to zig or zag. And part of that is building a quality plan. And maybe the five buckets that Danny shared with us are not the five buckets you want to have for your plan. That's fine, as long as you have that clarity. And you guys have heard me talk about it a lot on this show, but if you're not clear about what matters to you, if you're not clear about what you value, if you're not clear about what you're trying to accomplish, man, nobody in your school can hit that target because you can't. So use that planning, use that time to get clear and decide how am I going to be intentional with my actions? How am I going to be intentional with my words? How am I going to be intentional with everything that I do so that it aligns with my plan and it aligns with my values? A couple of days ago, you got to hear a conversation with Dr. Rachel George and just one piece I want to pull out of that conversation. Um, So many good things in that conversation. Who knew? Who knew being a wildland firefighter would prepare her so well to be a school leader? But the piece that I want to pull out of there that I thought was just so powerful was the conversation, the dialogue that Rachel and I had right at the very end, talking about, you got to go for it. You got to take a shot. You know, you might be real happy, but that doesn't mean that there's not something out there that could potentially have an even bigger impact on your career or that could give you an opportunity to have an even bigger impact on education. So think about that. You know, I said it in that episode, and I'll say it again. There is no decision to be made until they offer you a job. So if there's a job you're looking at and you're thinking, hmm, you know, what would happen if, well, I could tell you what will happen if you don't. You're not getting that job. But what if you do? What if you put your name in the hat? All you're doing is looking to grow. All you're doing is looking to get better. All you're doing is looking at another possibility. Go for it. Don't be afraid. Take a risk. You know, if that's what you want to model in your people, you know, take risk. Then you've got to do it yourself. I'm going to be honest with you folks. I really enjoyed this entire month of May. I hope you found value in the content. I hope you understood kind of where I was going with this and how I just really want to help, especially those of you who are just starting or starting a new role as a school or a district leader. If you found value in this, if you find value in the podcast, make sure you're sharing it with others. And if you don't mind, go over to wherever it is that you get your podcasts and give us a five-star review. Write down a review. I love those reviews. They are so powerful, like this one from Mr. C. Moss. Every opportunity I've had to hear Darren Peppard speak is an opportunity I've had to be a better leader. Walking down Darren's road to awesome is a forever journey with innumerable rewards. I'm so excited about this podcast. Thank you so much, Mr. C. Moss. I appreciate you. And folks, I appreciate all of you. I hope you have yourself an absolutely phenomenal rest of your week. And we'll see you again this Sunday. Thank you for listening to the Leaning Into Leadership podcast brought to you by Road to Awesome. Don't forget, click subscribe, give a review, and share this with somebody who might also enjoy leaning into leadership.